All right. Good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> For any of you that were a part of the first live that went up this morning, let me apologize. Um, some of you may have heard me coughing, seeing like uh, it's allergy season and I was having a little bit of a reaction. Amen. Just had to, you know, refresh myself. But uh, the word of God must go forth. There is a word on this morning. There's a testimony on this morning and God will be glorified. He will get the glory, the praise and the honor out of my life. Amen. <clears throat> Usually I don't have these type of issues <laughs> when I'm doing this, but um, I, I thank God. Amen. I know there's a word on this morning that's going to help somebody, that's going to bless somebody. And I am per I am persistent. I am encouraged and I'm faithful to the word of God going forth. So once again, let me welcome you to Testimonial Tuesday here on the New Beginnings podcast with Jay Jackson. For we thank God for this day that he gave us another opportunity to give him praise, to give him glory, and to give him honor. So we are going to acknowledge the spirit of God, hallelujah, with the word of prayer. Then we are going to get into our message on this morning. And our subject is God is concerned about you. We're going to be in the book of Psalms, the 34th chapter. And our main scripture is the 19th verse. Amen. So tune in, listen in uh, to the podcast on this morning. Gracious and heavenly Father, Lord, I praise you. I magnify you. I thank you and I give you all of the glory, the honor, and the praise. It is from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same that the name of the Lord, it is worthy to be praised. Lord, I thank you at this moment, Lord, as we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. Father, we acknowledge your spirit and your presence on today, Father, because if it was not for you, O oh God, where would we be? It is in you, O oh Lord, that we move, live, and we have our being. Thank you, Lord, for giving us another day to tell you thank you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us another day to tell you how much we appreciate you, sir. And we are grateful for all that you have done and for all that you're continuing to do in our lives. I give you the praise, the honor, hallelujah, and all of the glory. Father, have your way in me. Use me, God, to speak on today, O Lord. I pray that your word is already blessed. And as I come before your people, Lord, I come before you confessing my sin. For you said if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Lord. And Lord, if you find anything in me that is not like you, Lord, take it out in the name of Jesus and create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Lord, I praise you and I magnify you. I glorify your name. You are more than worthy to be praised, magnified, and glorified in honor. <clears throat> in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to give an honor to God who is ahead of my life. I thank the Lord for yet finding me saved, sanctified, and filled with his precious Holy Ghost. I want to give honor to my pastors, uh, Dr. Xavier Menzies and Pastor Latanya Menzies of Christian Family Worship Center, located at 6532 Arizona Avenue in Hammond, Indiana. Amen. Come on, join us out for service. Amen. Service started at 1015. And if you really are early riser, join us for Sunday school at 930. Amen. Something about Sunday school. I love Sunday school. So we have Sunday school at 930, morning worship at 1015. Come on and join us. Good morning. Bless you, Sister Cynthia. Amen. And I think on my last live, I seen uh, my good friend, uh, Miss Tammy Holloway. Amen. Bless you, evangelist, pastor. Uh, Tammy Holloway, amen, before the last live had cut off and I had to go deal <laughs> with my allergies and things like that, amen. But um, every time I come on here, I'm going to try to be authentic and as real <clears throat> as possible, amen.
but thanking God for health and strength and for all that he's doing. Let's get into the word on this morning. We're going to be in Psalms 34, the 19th chapter. And it reads that many are the afflictions of the righteous. This is the King James Version. But the Lord delivereth him out of them all. And I also want to read in the Amplified where it says many hardships and perplexing circumstances confront the righteous. But the Lord rescues him from them all. Uh, you're going to hear me today kind of do some go back and forth between King James and Amplified with some of these verses. Because just to add more content understanding to the scripture. Um, and our title on today is that God is concerned about you. I uh, just want to share a testimony with you, um, and this is something I believe that we all face as people, as as the children of God, that you go through moments in life where you are just under distress. When we look at the word afflictions, it is defined as that which causes or tends to cause bodily pain or mental distress. And the word perplexing, we heard that in the Amplified, perplexing means to make unable to grasp something clearly or to think logically and decisively about something. I don't know about you, but the past couple of weeks, just a lot of things mentally had weighed on me. Uh, you know, just life was life. You know, kids going back to school, the things they need, um, under financial distress, distress financial to the point where it seemed like every time you turn around, this bill has to be paid. An unexpected expenses here. Thanking God for the means of the finances to have to take care of things. But you ever know sometimes when you're working and you have money, you just want to save or you have a desire of your heart, something you want to do for yourself, but you have to sacrifice because this has to be done. Or maybe you had to help someone out that, that needed to just borrow. So it was just a lot of things going on where just money was going out. Kids needed stuff. And I had got just so kind of kind of stressed and frustrated i took some days off work so let me take a few days off rest my mind because i knew that work was going to be heavy over the next couple of months because i had people other people that i have to cover um in my professional capacity i'm a manager over my department and i knew a few of my supervisors were going to take off some staff i said so i got to be at work so let me get my days in but you ever been through a time where you purposely took days off to rest your body your mental state and even though you're not dealing with work issues, life issues is happening. And you were intending on resting, but you were working just as hard. Maybe not on the work that you do every day, but you were working hard dealing with family stuff, stuff outside entities that, and you ask yourself, why did I even take the day off? What was the point of me taking PTO? What was the point of me taking vacation if I'm working just as hard as if I would have been at work? I could have saved them vacation hour. So I was be, felt like I was being afflicted. Remember, affliction is not just about a bodily pain, but it's mental distress. Mentally, things had just gotten heavy on me. And sometimes when things, when we're in a point of distress, or we can't think logically, we can't see things clearly, and you begin to pray and ask God, Lord, just why is all of this stuff happening the way that it is? And in your spirit, you're trying not to complain, even though you want to complain, and you may have a right to complain, but you don't want to appear ungrateful. You don't want to come before God and seem like, Lord, it's not that you're not being good. It's not that you're not providing God, but it just feels like the weight of the world is on my shoulder. And you get to a point sometime with that distress, it could lead you to depression. You might want to give up. 
You might just want to say, I want to throw in the towel. Lord, I don't understand why you're just leaving me out here, God. And you're still serving. You're still praying. You're still doing everything that you believe God is petitioning you to do. But it's just that everything is coming down on you. But I was reminded when I was feeling like this, I didn't complain. You know, I had thoughts in my mind, things in my heart. I said, Lord, I'm not going to complain. This life is just life right now, but I need to be encouraged. And I'm always reminded of the scripture, amen, when David said, and he encouraged himself in the Lord. Amen. So I went to the book of Psalms, the 34th chapter, and I just be this, this psalm began to come on my heart. This psalm was my mother's favorite psalm. Every time my mother would get up and testify, y'all remember testimony service, she would always quote Psalms 34, verses 1 through 3. So growing up as a kid, I just that was one of my scriptures that I just knew it because my mother, she she lived by it. That was one of her favorite scriptures. And we've heard it before. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Always her scripture. But for some reason, I sat with the Psalms and I was looking at Psalms 34 and 19 saying, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. And I said, Lord, I feel like I'm under so many afflictions right now. But God, I'm going to encourage myself in your word that you're going to deliver me. And I've come to encourage someone today that you may be under some hardships. You may be under some things where you can't think logically. You can't see the clear picture. You can't see what the end result is going to be. But can I tell you that God is not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He's going to remain faithful to his people. Can I tell you that the end result of it is that the Lord is going to deliver you. He's going to deliver you out of it. Don't let the enemy allow your mind to wander and make you feel like you're going to stay on stuck, that you have to stay down, that you have to be depressed in this moment. No, you don't. The devil is a liar. The Bible clearly tells it said many. It says here in the Amplified, let's go back to it in the Amplified. It says that Many hardships and perplexing circumstances confront the righteous. Things are going to confront us. We Just because we are righteous, because we believe in God, just because we are saved, that does not make us exempt from life problems and issues. Sometimes life is just life. In. And let's not even throw it that the enemy will sometimes try to intensify things. But the Bible says that the Lord will never put more on you than you are able to bear. But a lot of times the enemy attacks our mind. To make us think that this is just too much. I, I made a statement that I have stuff with finance. It just seemed like every time I turned around, money I was trying to save, money I was trying to, the stuff was going out. Imagine if I didn't have the funds to even pay and take care of it. That's another added level of stress. But even in that, I said, Lord, I thank you that I have the means to take care of this. And you know, sometimes you get so busy and so overwhelmed with stuff that you forget things. I'm a person that is very organized. I'm very structured. I don't forget a whole lot of stuff, especially when it comes to bills and business. But I found myself in the last couple of weeks forgetting about the simplest thing. I didn't pay this. I didn't take care of this. This was coming up. It was just slipping my mind. And that's when I knew that, Lord, I got to see what your word is saying about this before I lose it. Because when I start seeing myself forgetting things that, I, that I'm usually on top of, okay, Lord, I need to take a minute. I need to come talk to you, God, pray, get in my secret place, get in your word. Lord, what is your word saying? And it led me to Psalms 34 and 19, that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. What I'm being confronted with 
I had to say, Lord, I know you're going to bring me out of this. Lord, my, my mother has read this scripture, this Psalms my whole life. I, I, I've, I've heard, but I began to look at it. So I began to just continue to read this Psalms. And I've read it before, but sometimes God will take you in scripture and he'll have you look at it again. And even though my mom, this was her favorite scripture and she talked about it, I had to let it get in my heart for me, not because of my mom. I said, Lord, this scripture has to mean something. This, this passage in Psalms has to mean something even more to me. I can't just go off what my mom quoted, but I had to, it had to speak to me in this time and in this season. And I went to verse four and it says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. Amplify, I said, I sought the Lord on the authority of his word. Didn't I say that I had to go encourage myself in the Lord? When you talk about authority, that's having power control. I want to encourage you that no matter what it is that you're going through, God is in control. Whether you can see it, whether you can feel it, whether you can understand it or not, God is in control. I sought the Lord that we are going to be confronted with problems, with issues. The enemy is going to try to attack us. We're going to deal with family issues, financial issues. The righteous are going to be confronted. I'll say it again. Just because we are saved, just because we are walking in the righteousness of God, we are not exempt. The Bible tells us that as Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise. We're going to go through some stuff. We're going to be confronted with some things that, guess what? We don't want to deal with. I don't want to deal with them. You don't want to deal with them. We're going to look in God and say, Lord, it's unfair. I shouldn't have to go through this. This ain't right. How many of y'all ever been there? I put both of my hands up. But it says here, David wrote this song. He said, I sought the Lord on the authority of his word. How many of you know that the word of God is the chief authority over all things? That sometimes when we are going through stuff, we got to go into the word and got to say, Lord, what is your word saying about my situation? What is your word saying about my emotions right now? What does your word say about this circumstance that I'm going through? I was feeling afflicted. I was feeling distressed. I was I couldn't logically think. Remember, I told you I was forgetting things, forgetting to handle business. So I was, the Bible says many are the afflictions. I was confronted with multiple things, but the end result is that God's going to rescue me out of them all. Lord, what does your word say? Because my spirit man has to respond to the word of God. The Bible further tells us to don't be anxious for anything, but in all things with prayer. So I, said, I had to get to my secret place. I had to start talking to God. Lord, it's just a lot going on, God. I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed. Lord, I need you right now. Sometimes you, you don't even have a whole lot to say to God, but Lord, I'm coming to you because based off the circumstances, based off what I'm being confronted with, Lord, it's a little too much. But God, I'm going to stay in your word. So I sought the Lord on the authority of his word, and he answered me and delivered me from my fear. Don't stop praying, people of God. Don't stop seeking after God. Just because you ask God once don't mean you can't ask him again. Bless you, Prophetess Randall. Bless you, woman of God. Keep seeking God. Don't stop praying. Don't stop looking for him. Well, God didn't answer me the first time. Keep on praying. He said in Amplified, I sought the Lord on the authority of his word. His word. You ever went back and tried, you know, some we, we say, I got to remind God of his word. 
Not that God doesn't know his word, but that's what our faith and our confidence is in his word. Lord, you said that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you're going to deliver me out of them all. Lord, I'm confronted with so many multiple things. I'm under distress. I'm under duress right now. But Lord, you said that you're going to rescue me. And when we look here in the it said, and he answered me. How many do you understand that God is going to answer your prayers, that God is going to hear your cry? As I begin to read through this 34, I begin to be encouraged that, Lord, I'm under a lot of pressure right now. It's heavy what's on me. But, Lord, I'm going to rely on the authority of your word. Hallelujah. And what your word says that God is not going to always, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Lord, I believe that I'm walking in righteousness, that I'm walking in your spirit. I'm not fulfilling the lust of my flesh. I'm going to stand in righteousness, God. I believe that I am the righteousness of God. And you said you're going to deliver me out of all of this. So I know it's going to get better. I want to cry, go down to verse six very quick. It says this poor man cried, crying. When you pray, you could talk to God. You may be crying tears. You might be screaming. But I want to encourage you, don't stop praying. Don't stop seeking God. Don't stop praying unto God. Don't let the devil trick your mind and make you feel like God doesn't hear your prayer. Ain't that how the enemy speaks to us? That sometimes when we're praying and we're crying to God, we're wailing. We, we, there's a cry from our belly. And the enemy will speak to your mind. God don't hear nothing you saying. You've been praying for the last three days and ain't nothing changed. You might as well stop praying. But that devil is a liar. And I command the enemy to come out of the ear gates of the people of God. Don't you stop praying. You keep petitioning God. You continue to cry out. Lord, I got so much faith in you that I'm going to keep crying until you do it. Woo, Lord, I'm not going to stop praying. It said that this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him from all his troubles. Sometimes God is waiting on your cry. Yee! Lord, I give you praise. God is waiting for you to call on him. It ain't that he ain't got the answer, but God said, I'm waiting on you to get my attention. It's not that I don't see what you ain't going through, but I'm waiting for your cry. I'm waiting for your act of faith. I'm waiting for you to move on the thing. Yee! Didn't he say, cast all your cares up to me? I'm waiting for you to cast it up to me because I care for you. God is concerned about what you're going through. God is concerned about what's weighing you down. But you've got to cry. You've got to react. You've got to respond. And respond does not always mean us trying to figure it out. Because sometimes we try to figure some things out that God has already worked out. That if we can take us out of this and just remove ourselves and say, Lord, I am giving this all the way to you because I can't even figure it out. Lord, I can't even handle it. So, God, I'm crying out to you. Hallelujah. And it says, the angel of the Lord encamped around them that fear him and delivereth him. Let's read that and amplify it. It said, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him with awe-inspired reverence and worship and worship him with obedience. And he rescues each of them. Don't you know that our life is a life of worship? Worship is not just limited to a song, to a sound, but worship is a lifestyle. In my life, I worship God with everything that I remember. I said earlier as I was praying, it is in him that I live, move, and have my being. So when it comes to God, he is my everything. So, Lord, I worship you in the way that I talk. I worship you in the morning. I worship you in the noon. Day. Lord, everything about me worships you, oh God. So as I continually worship you, oh Lord, you said that you're going to rescue me from this. I just want you to be encouraged. No matter what you're going through, God is concerned. The more that I read through this 34th Psalm, I told you, since I was a child, this was one of my mother's favorite psalms. 
But as I begin just to read it, this is why Understand said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. This is why I understood as a kid, you hear your parents sometimes quoting scripture, but you don't understand why is mama always on that same scripture? Now I can get it. Oh, God rest my mama's soul. But mama, I'm starting to get it now. Why you was always magnifying the Lord. It ain't that mama wasn't going through some stuff. God, I give you praise right now. But mama said, I'm going to magnify and bless the Lord. Because as I continue to read through this psalm, the more that I cry, the more that I pray, the more that I praise God, he's working some things out. He's bringing me out of my affliction. He's bringing me out of my circumstances. He's bringing me out of the things that are perplexing me. He's bringing me out of hardship. That's why I got to magnify him at all times. Hallelujah. I got to keep making the joyful noise unto the Lord because God, you bringing me out of it. Number eight says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blesses the man that trust in him. Hallelujah. How many of you are trusting God on this morning? We're going to continue to go down and read a few remaining scriptures. Let's go to verse 15. It said, the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. Can I tell you that God is looking out for you? <laughs> and the Amplified, it says, the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous. Uh-huh. Those with moral courage and spiritual integrity. How many got spiritual integrity on this morning? That no matter what you go through, Lord, I'm not going to revert back to the ways of sin. Ooh, because sometimes we go through some things and we want to do some, make some other choices. Lord, I can go back to what I used to do to bring me out. My God, but you got to be encouraged in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Don't go back. Don't allow the enemy to present you with things that cause you to go back and allow you to lose your relationship with God. But you got to stay encouraged. You got to stay strong in God. Lord, I'm not going to go back. No matter what I'm going through, I'm going to wait on God. And look here. And it says, and his ears are open to their cry. That lets us know that God hears our prayers. He hears our prayers. Amen. Let's go to verse 17. And I got real excited when I began to read verse 17. It said, when the righteous cry for help, that's the Amplified, and the Lord hears and rescues them from all of their distress and troubles. If you are under affliction, if you are under distress, the Lord hears the cries of the righteous. Didn't he tell us in James, the fifth chapter, where he says that, Confess your false one to know that you may be healed, that the effectual and fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. When the righteous cry, God hears us. And it says, and he rescues them from their distress and troubles. Can I tell you this is but a light affliction? That trouble don't last always? That this is not going to always be the position? The enemy wants you to feel like that whatever you're going through, like it's going to last forever. Like you're never going to be healed from that sickness, that you're never going to come out of what's trying to bind you, that you're never going to get financial freedom. But the devil is a liar. I'm going to continue to pray and believe that, God, I'm already healed. I'm going to continue to pray and believe that, Lord, I am going to be debt free. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Trouble doesn't last always for the righteous. Hallelujah. God, you're going to deliver me. You're going to rescue me. You're going to bring me out of it. Because when I cry, the righteous cry, when I cry and the Lord hears and he delivered them out of all of their troubles. Let's go back to 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Can I tell you there are some things that only God can do it? 
as we prepare to bring this lesson to a close, there are some things that we are dealing with that you can try everything you need to do to work it out. You can go to other people. You could try other resources. But it said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Amplify it. Many hardships and perplexing circumstances confront the righteous, but the Lord rescues him from them all. At the end of the day, only God can do it. There are some things that don't matter how much I can do within Jermaine's power. Thank God for the people that are around me that can help me and assist me when I need it. But at the end of the day, there are some situations where I know, God, only you can do this. Have y'all ever prayed that before? That you've been faced with a circumstance where you said, God, if you don't do it, it can't be done. Whoo, Jesus. There are just some things that we have before the Lord. The Lord, if you don't move, ain't nothing going to happen. God, if you don't bring me out, then it is what it is. God, I know that you're more than able. There are some situations where it's only God, you have to, it's only you, God, it ain't nobody else. And some of us have tried every other method, every other person, and they couldn't help us. And we had no choice but to give it to God. But I wanted to encourage you on today and let you know that God is concerned about you. That God has you on his mind, that the more that you pray, the more that you cry, the more that you seek the face of God. Don't let the devil speak to your mind and make you feel like God is not attentive to what you are going through. God cares about his people. Hallelujah. And we just scratched the surface of this 34th Psalm. But those verses stood out to me, the ones that I've read. And they, and as I began to just meditate, I just heard God say, you got to keep praying, keep crying, keep speaking. Because a lot of times when we're going through hardships and circumstances, we get discouraged. And what do we say to ourselves? Lord, what's the point of me praying? Ain't nothing finna change. I've been praying all week, God, and, and, I, and I still don't see nothing happening. We get low in spirit. I, I got all this faith in God. I'm reading my word and stuff still ain't going right for me. Does anybody else let the, those thoughts hit their mind? I hope I'm not the only one as I'm speaking, as people are listening to the podcast, as people are listening to me on this morning. I think we all have dealt with those thoughts. Some of us are dealing with those thoughts right now. Then, Lord, what's the point? Ain't nothing's changed. I'm still going through. I might as well just sit here and, and what I'm going through and that's it. But no, keep crying. Keep praying. Keep seeking the face of God. Yo, put your SOS before God. He's sending out the rescue team to bring you out. Hallelujah. God, I give you praise. Can I tell you that there shall be glory after this? Hallelujah, that you're going to come out of this so much better, that the, the stress and the pressure is going to be relieved, that if you put on the garment of praise, that's going to remove the heavy burden. That's why the 34th time it starts out. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes his boast in the Lord. The humble and downtrodden will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us lift up his name together. That's why it says, I will mag I will bless the Lord. I will magnify the Lord at all times. You talking about even when I'm going through at all times, even when I'm confronted with hardships and afflictions at all times, even when I, I got all these financial responsibilities and it, it seems like at all times, the kids acting crazy at all times, me and my husband, me and my old, we, we ain't getting along at all times, me and my wife, we're not getting along at all times. 
My boss is constantly on my case at the job. I will magnify the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. Jermaine, that don't make sense. They, the inflation is going up. I will bless the Lord at all times. All times. The righteous will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. That means that no matter what I'm going through, no matter what circumstances I'm facing, no matter what is before me, I'm going to praise God. I'm going to continue to pray. I'm going to continue to cry unto him. And I'm going to continue to give it to God. Because it says that many, because at 19 it says, many are the affliction. So I can acknowledge that, yes, Lord, I got some things I'm going through. But you're going to deliver me out of all of it because only God can do it. Father, I praise you for your word on today. And Lord, I thank you for what you are doing for the rights. I thank what you are doing for your people, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for delivering us from every hardship, from every distressful situation, oh God, from everything that is confronting us from everything that is trying to weigh us down mentally and physically, oh God. Thank you for delivering us from sickness and disease, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that we can cry out to you. I even thank you for this time of prayer, Lord, this time of intercession, Lord. I thank you for all that are under the sound of my voice, oh God, for any that are under any hardships or afflictions, oh Lord. I pray that they will be able to encourage themselves in your word, Lord, and know that you're going to deliver them out of them all. Hallelujah. God, I just give you the praise and glory for what you've brought me out of, oh God. And I thank you, Lord, for what you're bringing me out of, oh Lord, because Lord, I'll be able to have the testimony that you did it, God. I thank you for the circumstances where I can only depend on you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for God, for the family, the friends, the body of Christ, all of those that you have surrounded around me, oh God, that you have placed in my pathway, oh Lord, that can help me, that can help others, oh God. I give you praise for all of them, oh God. But Lord, there comes some time when there are some situation where I've got to get to my prayer closet, oh God, where I've got to encourage myself in you because I know, God, that only you can do it. And Lord, I trust you because you've done it before and I know that you can do it again. So Father, there is nothing too hard for you. There is nothing that is impossible for you, God. And I'm believing you by faith that not only will you do it for me, oh God, but you will do it to every listener, God, to everyone that hears this, oh God. I'm praying that faith is being ignited, that faith is being elevated, oh God, and that you are moving on our behalf, hallelujah, more than we even know. And I give you praise, God. I give you honor, God. And I give you all of the glory and I lift your and I lift up your magnificent and wonderful name. And I thank you right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. We thank God for his word. I give him praise and glory and honor for all that he has done. So I'm hoping and praying that all of you would have a most magnificent day, an exceptional day. Remember, no matter what it is that you're going through, and I hear you, some people say, well, no, Jermaine, you, you have no idea what all I'm facing. But can I tell you that God's going to deliver you? That if you have the faith to believe that God is going to do it, we have to stay in alignment with the word of God. Trust God in his word. Read that whole book of Psalms 34. Read the whole chapter. That's where I turned to when I said I was under distress. I was under the hardship. I was confronted with multiple things. And I was saying, Lord, it's, it's getting kind of heavy in here. But I had to go to his word. 
Can I tell you the answer for everything that we need is in the word of God? That's the pamphlet. That's the book. That's the blueprint for everything that we're dealing with in this life. It's in the word. We as a people of God, we got to know how to respond in accordance to the word of God. Search the scriptures, search them, read them, get in it. Apply these scriptures to your prayers. God, remember, what was the scripture that said? I think in verse four, when I read in the Amplified, it said, I sought the Lord on the authority of his word. God's word has power. It's not just some, some stuff we read. The power that's in the word of God. The words in our mouth are just as powerful as they were in Jesus. When Jesus spoke the word, some things happened. What do you think when we repeat those same words? Jesus said, if you ask in my name, I'll do it. It's going to happen when you ask it. God's word has authority. It has power. But a lot of times we don't act, we don't exercise the word enough. We don't speak it enough. I'm putting my hand up. For a couple of weeks, I was going through distressing situations. And trying to figure it out Jermaine's way. But then I said, I need to go back to the Lord. What is your word saying? What is your word saying? Why am I not declaring your word? Because sometimes life is lifing on us so heavy that our first reaction is not the word of God. What is the word saying? But thank God that I can revert back to his word. That the Holy Spirit will bring things back to my remembrance. Lord, what is your word saying about what I'm going through? Verse four in the King James. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Amplified. I sought the Lord on the authority of his word and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fear. Can I tell you that God is a great deliverer? You're going to come out of it. If you believe the word of God, you're going to come out of it. I understand you're confronted with some situations that you don't know. That's okay. We serve a great big God with all powers in his hands. He's got it. That means God's going to take care of my situations, your situations, your family situations, the stuff at your job, whatever it is that you're facing. God said, I'm going to bring you out of it. But all throughout this 34th chapter, within these first 19 verses, we saw the reaction when we cried, when we prayed, when we sought the Lord, sought means to seek him, to look after, to pray, to seek his face. The more that we seek the face of God, he's going to bring us out. God is faithful to his word. How does anybody know that? That God is faithful to his word? His word shall not return back unto him void. He is faithful to his word. Hallelujah. God, I give you praise. So no, whatever you are that you're going through on today, not only am I praying for you, I hope that you're praying for me. Go through that 34th Psalms. Go, go through it and read it and see what happens when you are faced with affliction you're going through. Remember, our main scripture, Psalms 34 and 19, those hardships, those perplexing situations, God's going to deliver us out of them all. I love you all for the love of Christ. God bless you on this day. And now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God. I say it be the glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and never. Amen. Join me here next Tuesday for another episode of testimonial Tuesday by way of the new beginnings podcast with Jay Jackson. Thank you all for joining me live. 
Don't forget this episode will be streaming on the New Beginnings Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, whatever you can get your streaming podcast, you will find this episode. Love you all with the love of Christ, and y'all have an exceptional day.